Hello, this is Sarah Pearson, Features Editor at the Concord Monitor, here with Granite Geek, David Brooks, to talk about a column he wrote this week. Hello, Dave. Hello, Sarah. So I understand that you recently had an experience of the joys of air travel. The joys of air travel, yes. I had to get up at 4.30 in the morning to get a flight to see my dad out of Manchester. Um, yeah, it was, it was delightful. <laughs> and you turned that into a Granite Geek column? Now, anything can be a column, Sarah. You know that. <laughs> so what did you look into? So um, well, by coincidence, uh, so to be honest, I got a press release from Dartmouth about some work that had been done by some professors, and particularly uh, uh, Vikrit Va I'm not quite sure how to pronounce his last name. I'm a, I'm a newspaper guy. I don't get pronunciations. Uh, V-A-Z-E is his last name, Vaz Vaz. He's assist assistant professor of engineering at Dartmouth. And he and a, cup, um, a grad student and a professor from MIT had looked at mathematical modeling of airline scheduling. That is, airline scheduling what flights take off from where to where and what time they take off. And uh, it's a very long paper published in a journal called Transportation Engineering, I think. One of these, you know, uh, very research niche journals. journal. Yeah, very. You don't see it in your dentist's office. Um, dealt with a lot of uh, integer linear optimization and computer algorithms, um, and so I was just interested. Uh, just it, it drew my interest particularly because of my own experience. So that seems like a lot of math for plane goes up, plane comes down. Yeah, it does, doesn't it? Which is kind of what I was interested in, and it turns out that just scheduling airlines airline flights is not straightforward at all and it's a, it's because it's got so many variables that interact with each other so the airlines only have so many airplanes at any given time you know it's not like they have an infinite number of airplanes they can schedule um, staffing the people they hire the pilots the the crews the ground crews um, although this is probably hired by the air, airport uh, but the stewardesses and the like, they all can only work a certain amount of hours and they have schedules. Um, there's the availability of airport slots, although that's not a problem in Manchester Airport since it's about half empty. Um, there's scheduling in order to make connections. So if you're an airline, you need to know that X, you know, a large percentage of, your, of the people that fly out of Bo from Boston to Chicago in the morning on my particular airline are uh, X percentage of them want to go on to Los Angeles. And therefore, if I want these people to fly on my airline, i got to make sure they can make the connection. Therefore, I, I not only have to schedule the Boston to Chicago flight at a certain time, I also have to schedule the Chicago to Los Angeles flight at a certain time so they can make the connections. And yet, so it will also serve people leaving out of Chicago. So there are a lot of variables. And sort of winging it Oh, oh, I hadn't thought about that. Oh, that's pretty good. <laughs> Doesn't really work. And so that's when you have to build, start building mathematical models. And, that, and that's really what I was interested in. This is an example of mathematical model. And there's probably only so many runways that planes can come up and down at the same time. At the same time, exactly. You've got to have a gate open. Gates have to be open. It takes X amount of time to you know to move a plane out of a gate after it's unloaded to it get could the be next. Like gate Germany and just unload people on the runway. Do they really? Yeah. Oh, cool. They have buses that bring you out to like the middle of nowhere. Well, that sounds like an airport that's got too many flights for its gates. That's not, that's not a good thing. <laughs> so. Um, so they tackled this question because they want more convenient flights? 
well, maybe. I mean, professors go to a lot of academic conferences. But the real incentive, I think, is that this is a this is a very down to earth, so to speak, a real world optimization problem and that you're trying to you've got a lot of variables and you're trying to optimize make the best result possible from all the variable variables interacting and optimization problems are everywhere in industry and in business and government they're all over the place and so any tools you can develop that will tackle a particular optimization problem so the new mathematical tools or even old mathematical tools applied in interesting ways or using uh, there's off-the-shelf algorithms you can use to crunch some of these he was talking to me about, professor was talking to me about, um, figuring out ways to make them run better or the ways to work it with mathematical. Anything you can do that, that might help this particular problem could have applications in who knows where because, as I say, everybody's trying to optimize everything. So. Change it to fix uh, bus schedules? I don't know. I, well, you know, no. I mean, if you're, you know, you've got a factory and you're trying to make widgets and you know the trucks can only come to pick up the widgets and deliver them to customers at what time should you have the trucks there? how many trucks how long does it take the widget production line to go through when do you need which one of the uh, raw materials to arrive how much can you because it costs money to store the raw materials so you need you know there's there's how a, many widgets can you fit how how many people can you do you need to have on staff at which times and which parts of the production cycle to make the widget? I mean it's okay. it's it's really complicated so anyway so and so what's the bottom line here uh, all flights now leave exactly when I want them to no no um, they didn't really find a, bra a better way to do it although they think they're they are improving on existing industry algorithms and they're still working on it so so next time you fly home maybe you can sleep in a little more yeah, let's hope so, because I was a real grump all day long. <laughs> all right. Thanks, Dave. You bet. Remember, you can listen to this podcast wherever you get your podcast, including Google Music, Stitcher, and iTunes. And you can read all of David's columns online at grinageek.org.